and welcome to Backing Paper for another week. We're still here broadcasting live, not live, from <laughs> different locations, a, a very safe distance apart. Um, yes. We feel we need to have not just three metres, but three hours between us, uh, just to be <laughs> on the safe side. Um, but I'm here, and of course, you can already hear the wonderful Rachel is here. Rachel, how are you? Hi, Graham. Uh, what a week, eh? <laughs> um, but, yep, we're both here, as you say, and, uh, and yeah, looking forward to having a chat uh, with you and, and, yeah, kind of just spending a little time reflecting and uh, generally doing our sort of Sunday evening recording, I think, is, is a good way to keep us going, you know, have some kind of routine, have some kind of thing that's keeping us grounded and and feeling like there's some new normal I know but you know it's it's a way of keeping going isn't it it certainly is and to be honest it's just nice to be able to it's nice to be reaching out to everybody out there um mm-hmm. this this podcast the backing paper podcast is always about the listener interaction and and us hearing from you and feeling back to you and I if it's super important to me that we keep that going and do more yeah. of that if possible over the next you know few weeks and months um we're all in this together and we all yeah. need to be taking care of ourselves and each other and all of those around us and um you know knowing yeah. that there's friendly voices out there uh, is important um it really is it's been it's been lovely seeing the um the feedback and the comments and things on the Ilford video, um, that kind of thing oh, has just been yeah, okay, wonderful. Well, you know, this um, is our starting point. That's where we start. The Ilford video. Okay. Well, of course it is, because <laughs> like when we did Sunny 16 podcast last week, you couldn't really talk about it, could you? Because it hadn't gone That's out true. yet. So, <laughs> it hadn't gone out. Yeah. So for people who may not know Rachel, because you're just casually dropping on oh, the Ilford video... Tell us about the Ilford video, Rachel. <laughs> you're way too excited about that. I'm the appropriate <laughs> level of excited about it. It's awesome. Oh, you're so funny. Um, yeah, well, uh, Ilford asked me to, basically um, asked me to uh, record uh, a series of short educational bite-sized uh, videos um, to talk about various different darkroom techniques and things. And just to generally, hopefully... Um, encourage people to explore a few more things in the dark room uh, and that there was more that you can do uh, rather than just sort of like a straightforward print that there's other things but it doesn't have to be scary and it doesn't have to be like a big deal and you don't need loads of super special equipment and things it's it's more about going look at all these other awesome things you can experiment with and have fun with and try out so um so yeah so basically we've recorded uh we filmed um uh, a couple uh, of the videos for the series and hopefully there will be more obviously uh, the thing which should not be named um has slightly um thrown a spanner in the works uh, uh, at the yeah exactly oh, oh, <laughs> um, i can never get those recently, two straight. yeah um uh, recently so that's slight slightly put us um back off off schedule and things with uh, with what we were hoping however um the first one went out so that was one of the most terrifying moments of my life um watching the premiere and the countdown and variously getting different messages from people going um your face has just popped up on my tv screen Mm. (laughs) um what's going on Uh, i was like oh yeah Uh, i sort of forgot to well didn't forget to mention it it was that i was a bit too scared to mention it to be honest um but yes so there was the countdown and we had the premiere and uh and i survived it so yay <laughs> um and yeah it's been there's been some lovely comments and it's been so honestly like heartening to to see the 
wonderful uh, support from everybody um, and there's been some excellent bits of feedback other things that we're going to think about for for next videos you know upcoming ones um, hopefully as we do some more um, uh, going forward so yeah awesome and uh, I did really enjoy it it was a it was a great thing to be asked to do I was really honored to be asked to do that and uh, it was always lovely working with um, Matt and Michelle at Ilford anyway so uh, yeah it was Fabulous to get to do that and uh, and kind of cool to get to see it on, on their website now. So it's on uh, their YouTube channel and you'll be able to find out more details if you go to ilfordphoto.com um, or their YouTube channel. And you can subscribe to there so you'll see other videos that they've got on there already and other ones that hopefully we'll get to release as and when we can. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, you should... Listeners, you should absolutely go and check it out. Watch Rachel's video. See Rachel being awesome, and give it a big <laughs> thumbs up. Because because if you thumbs down, it will find you and will chop off your thumbs. This is oh not an goodness. idle threat. Um, the video is great. The first one that you've done is on dodging and burning, and listeners will be unsurprised to hear that Rachel just gives you a great introduction just to the idea of how you dodge and burn it's in a great non-scary inviting way it makes you go okay this is what's involved this is like it tells you everything you need to know to get started in a very non-threatening way which i think is absolutely <laughs> fabulous um and they're not very long how long's the video rate it's 10 15 minutes that, that one was uh nine nine and a half minutes nine and a half um, minutes yeah i mean the idea was that we wanted to add bits of text extra little top tips uh, other bits of sort of um, guidance and things as text on screen so that people can play it and play it through watch it and listen and then go back through and pause it at various different points so that they can really get a sense of oh okay i can try this as well or maybe this is a little extra you know tip to think about mm -hmm. yeah no it's fantastic and obviously the nine minute video like you're not going to get a chance to cover the great ins and outs and details of everything but it, it is just a fantastic starting point for anybody who is printing and i think that is the thing that i found most fan most brilliant about it was it, it was i watched it and went okay i would now have the confidence to go and have a go at doing this and then Yay. once you've got my job that, is done yeah exactly <laughs> well, once you once you've got to that point then you can go and you can find out more you can experiment more and you know because as with everything in photography th th it is so deep that you can go with any of these techniques but you need a starting point and that's what the video does so well and it was just fabulous Thanks. to see you up there and i loved your bandana you looked fabulous um <laughs> so everyone needs to go and watch that yeah. Um, my maker bandana well that's the thing you know that's what ilford wanted to try and hopefully get across to people you know that actually it isn't it doesn't have to be that scary it doesn't have to be that complex of course it can be you know there's like you say you know there's uh, all these areas that you can deep dive into if you want to but it's just that getting over that initial oh i'm not quite sure i've heard of this term and i feel like i should know what it means mm. but i've maybe not actually tried it before but i feel like i should sort of put on a front to say oh no well i know what that is actually it's not that scary yeah. and and we just wanted to sort of go this is all you need to be able to do this so um get get in there and experiment and practice and try it out yourself and you know you'll soon you'll soon pick these things up so yeah it was more of a like an introduction to these are some fun things to try yeah no it's really good really good and i can't wait to see Thank the rest you. of the stuff that comes out from that um <laughs> Yeah, good, good on Ilford for recognising recognizing that, you know, 
that's the talent they need on there is Rachel. They need <laughs> Rachel to boost their brand. Um, never mind being a privilege for you, a privilege for them to have you more like. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, yeah, definitely was. So that's, yeah, yeah. go to Opal's YouTube channel and watch that. And uh, yeah, a good Oh, time. and you pop it in the show notes, hey, Graham? I will put it in the show notes as well. <laughs> yes, I forgot to put it in the other day because uh, I'm disorganised. But I that's will do right. it this time. Um, and it's perfect timing as well, getting you getting mm. some printing tips because... Uh, my dark room is yeah. both light and dark now, Rach. Woo! We've uh, got electricity. I've got electricity. Oh my uh, goodness, that's amazing. And also I have properly blocked off the window now, which because for the last, well, I guess year now, uh, over a year since um, I've been using it, I just had a big bit of cardboard over there mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't a great solution because uh, it would even though it was covering the window very thoroughly and it had so much tape around the edges, it just light would find a way, tape would lift. It's like water, isn't it? It gets in everywhere. It's amazing. (laughs) And especially during the summer when it was getting hot because obviously the outside was heating up the the plastic and the heat and it's pushing it out. So now I've got Mm. two pieces of plywood, one on the inside and one on the outside. Um, And I sealed all around the edges to keep the... um, light in as much as i possibly can uh and yeah it's now proper dark in there so oh um, that's brilliant <laughs> well i mean uh, the alternative is print at night isn't it you know there's ways around these things but if you can possibly get a way that actually works no matter what time of day it is um then i think all the better that sounds yeah. awesome and today i picked up the final piece of the puzzle as far as i'm concerned so, uh, i got a heater <laughs> So, no. Yeah. What luxury! I know. I know. So when I dashed in there to grab a couple of bits before we started, it was sixteen degrees in my shed, no. which is <laughs> oh man, compared to Barney. last night. Yeah, last night I was trying to sort of tight because I had to pull everything out or a lot of stuff out so they could get in to put or um, Lee could get in to put the electrics in there. So I was putting it all back in, and we've also put the fridge freezer in there now. Mm. So I've lost. A hefty chunk of space. A fridge freezer. I mean, you've gone all out with that. Not just even a little desktop fridge. A fridge freezer. Well, it's what we had. Trust me, if if we, if we had a little <laughs> desktop fridge, that would be what had gone in there. But ah, a fridge freezer is what we had. And it made it's having it in there makes it, one, easier for me to get out and get my film. Um, mm. But also, fortunately, <laughs> to get food from, which turns out <laughs> is also useful. Um, yes. So uh, I was in there sorting it out, but, oh, it was cold in there last night. It mm. was proper cold because it's just without any heating. But yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm really, really uh, excited to get and play with that. It's just such a nice space. I've got, <laughs> I've got PowerPoints, so I've got my Bluetooth speaker plugged in. I got, uh, and because it's my darkroom and I cl- close and lock the door from inside, I can be dancing away to my music in there and no one can see me. <laughs> it's the safest place for me to do that. So, oh wow, what kind of music are you listening to? Oh, Rach, it's all sorts. You've you've heard some all of sorts. my music. It's all I over have. the map. <laughs> I wondered if you wanted to uh, to drop any uh, any new uh, band names in there. Oh uh, no, P- you know it, it, It's been no, it's been uh, it has been just kind of it's it's on random as it says in Sean. <laughs> Is there very... some journey in there? No, no journey. That what? I can definitely assure you. There's no journey in there. Um, no, I'm mostly listening to things like you, know, uh, Daniel Bedingfield. Uh, was it Daniel Bedingfield? Uh, we've got to get through this. <laughs> uh, Gloria Gaynor. I will survive. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Oh, all my classics. Very on on, on <laughs> <Yes>. theme. <laughs> Fair enough. 
Um, well, that's yeah. awesome to hear. And and actually, funnily enough, um, I don't know if I told you this actually, but the um, light went in my in my dark room <laughs> as well. Um, so yeah, it's that. I mean, of all the rooms in the house for it to stop working, that's the main one. <laughs> um, the the bathroom one stopped at pretty much the same time as oh, the no. um, the dark room one stopped, but. We spent today basically fixing those. So I now have light in my dark room again. Hooray! So that's good. Because it's obviously fine most of the time, but there are times when you could do with a light like in the dark room to be mm. able to get things set up. Oh, gosh, um, yes. And to be able to see your prints afterwards and all those kinds of things without having to, you know, um, take all the tape off from around the door and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So... Um, so it has been very helpful to find that I actually have a light in the dark room today. And you've got electricity. Look at us. I Look know. Look at us go. I mean, to be honest, uh, you know, this whole social distancing. So I'm, I can basically shut the door and bolt it from the inside. Um, and I've got music and I've got a light. And I've got a fridge, which has a full bottle of vodka in there and also <laughs> a box of cakes in there. Because um, Sinead, uh, as with so many other people, um, her work had to close down yesterday because she worked in the cafe. So that's now closed. So, you know, those cakes <laughs> need to go somewhere. So it's like, bring cake home, bring cake home. So I've got a big box full of millionaire shortbread in my yeah. fridge. So um, That's awesome. And and I can I can um, verify that um, Sinead's millionaire shortbread is amazing. So that's awesome. Pretty I good. I had... Um, um, one of my very, very wonderful friends um, bought me as a surprise a uh, home-delivered uh, afternoon tea today, Ooh. which was absolutely wonderful. And um, We were actually up the ladder fixing this bloody light <laughs> in the dark room when she came round to drop it off. So we could hear the bell going on the door and literally couldn't couldn't get there. So thankfully, I'd opened the window, so I had to shout out of the window with the blackout blind up. Um, we're here, but we can't get down the ladder. Can you just leave it? <laughs> Can you just post so, it? Just crush yeah. it and yeah, post it through the letterbox. Yeah, just it all down. Um, so yeah, so bless her. She she left it um, outside, which is which is brilliant. And uh, and yeah, it was just wonderful because that's the other thing that I have to say has just been really kind of keeping my spirits up. Seeing seeing how people are being creative about how they're going to you know deal with this new situation that we're all trying to figure out how to how to sort of do this and um uh, and obviously places like cafes and and um you know uh, bars and restaurants and things that we've got around us like our little sort of area um they've been very kind of like creative and going okay well we're going to do it as like takeaway stuff we're going to do it as drop off we're you know all of this kind mm. of um idea so so yeah so this is one of um one of the lovely like vintage shops and, and cafes on Lart Lane um called freedomos and um basically sally the lady who runs it was like okay i'm going to make these from scratch like literally she made the jam she's made like all the bread she's done everything that she possibly can and she's created these lovely sort of like sets of afternoon teas so they all went out and got delivered today all wrapped up with like a nice green ribbon and stuff it was beautiful so grateful yeah um so i know that's what's happening around us i'm sure it's what's happening all over the country so um Look after those little independents because they're the people who will who will really really need it at this point. Um, you know, if you can buy a voucher or something, or um, you know, for something that you can use later on, um, then then do that. I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
all my darkroom stuff has because I've been having to shift stuff around, tidy stuff up, mm-hmm. uh, and it has thrown up um, a lot of problem. That's the wrong word, but I have a okay. question for you. So. Um, I was kind of moving bits about that haven't been dealt with because I was like, oh, and I opened up a bag and found a folder. I'm saying a folder Uh-oh. is being generous. It was just a piece of cardboard folded over. Um, <laughs> and in it were loads of prints. Um, oh. Not darkroom prints. Uh, these are prints I got me made, sent away, made um, in the mm-hmm. past. Some of them from film photos, some from digital photos, but just lots of prints. And then I've also mm-hmm. got my folder of darkroom prints as well. Um, and there's a lot uh, There's a lot of prints, right? There's an awful lot of prints. I don't know what to do with these bloody prints, right? <laughs> what Can do you, you do with the walls prints? with them? I mean, I have started sticking quite a lot of them the in my dark shit. But there's, there's, <laughs> there's just... So, because mm. we're always saying... Uh, print your work. Print your work, exactly. But... And, and I love I love seeing the stuff printed, and I love the act of printing. Um, but yeah, what what do you do with it then? Because you can't frame it all and put it on your walls. Because one, my stuff's not good sure. enough, and two, it gets expensive. Frames be expensive. Um, they they absolutely can be. Yeah. Um, you, what yeah, what else can we do with it? What else can I do with it so that it's not, you know, just uh, well, I, I have to say I'm a big fan of albums. I am, mm. you know, just I mean. And also, they are so cheap because nobody really buys them anymore. You can get all of those, or you probably have some hanging around. I think I've got like three that are kind of empty um, and waiting. They've got the the little sleeves for the six by four images, you know, mm. that kind of thing. I think that's one of those jobs that ends up never getting done, does it? Until until we're in a crisis like this, mm. and you're like, I've got all these prints, and this time. Uh, what do I do? <laughs> um, maybe that's the time to do it. I don't know. It's yeah. I am a big fan of albums. Like just that nostalgia of getting an album out and actually flicking through it and and sort of looking at those images is something very special. I think so. That's probably what I would say to do. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because most of the prints that I've got, especially the the ones I got, um, or, you know printed for me mm-hmm. near the color stuff um uh they are mm, how big are they i think they're 12 they're they're, they're a bit of an Ooh, odd they're size big. they're like 60 yeah they're quite big <laughs> they're quite big okay. I like seeing, I they're like not gonna fit in an album are they? well no um, i've got i've got an album somewhere i've got like three albums with like that size printing yeah maybe uh, yeah is that a thing a port, what so what's that yeah like more like more like a sort of um well, you can get you can kind of like add extra leaves into a portfolio folder. Okay. So that kind of thing. You could look at something like that. I can't okay. really describe it in no, audio that's... terms, but I I I have one that I tend to uh, put my larger um, wedding images in. You know, if mm-hmm. I've printed them up like A3 or what have you, I I've done some that I've mounted them. I've done some that I've framed, but for the others, I put them into onto like a piece of mounting card or like thick paper um, with corners and what have you, and then put them into the portfolio. So you can add like extra plastic sleeves into that, uh, uh, and then you can kind of like build a put build a portfolio from that. So if they're larger larger pieces, like it sounds like they are, you could maybe get I don't know, maybe you could get like a a two fold, uh, portfolio folder or something and mm. you could maybe fit two two of your prints side by side on one page you know yeah. on one side of one page so that might be something to do okay uh, yeah i'll look into that because i mean at the moment i've kind of gone through them gone oh it's nice to see these pictures um mm. you know so <laughs> like, oh yeah it's always starting to go 
because sometimes I do take a picture that isn't terrible, um, right. which I, and um, and then I'm putting them in a box, <laughs> which will then probably get put in the loft and forgotten mm. about. Um, so, but I am sticking a few of them on the walls and going around because sometimes I look and go, well, one this won't fit in the box. Um, so, just I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm not doing it with any care. These are these are pictures I'm like, well, whatever. I'm, I'm just, not surprised. But a bit of <laughs> double sided sticky tape on the back and <laughs> stick them on the wall. Um, in the dark shed but you know it's nice to see them um, but yeah that is that thing and it's likewise like I've got lovely prints that people have sent me those I do want mm. to get properly on the wall a lot of those actually yeah. um, because those I've got I've uh, been sent some really nice ones over the years but it's, yes, I mean, it's just the other thing with those is you could just simply buy really simple clip frames you know they don't mm. have to be fully mounted and, and framed like you say they, that kind of thing can be expensive and it's absolutely worth doing that for some really special prints yeah. absolutely um but you know like you say you can't do it for every every print and maybe and actually there's something quite nice i think about the simplicity of it just being a a clip frame you know so yeah. it's it's just the piece under glass held together so that it's it's sort of safe and, and not going to get damaged but it means that you can actually you could put quite a few up. You could put like a little, I don't know, maybe there's some way of making like a little hanging system or something around mm. around your dark shed. And you could have very simple clip frames that won't cost very much to do and it gives you a way of getting these lovely prints up. You'll have your own little gallery, basically. That's a good idea. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I mean, it's, you know, it's, having the having the stuff tucked away, I, the, the main thing was I just wanted to get them somewhere because they were kind mm. of in an open carrier bag in the garage, which is not the best <laughs> well, place. Well, anything's going to be better than that, right? Yeah, because so. like, oh, these are going to get spoiled. Because it's really nice, like I said, just yeah. to flick through and see them. Um, so, yeah, I will, I'll look into that. I like the idea of a portfolio folder, and I definitely think I want to get more of them up. And the clip frames are a good idea. I did have a clip frame, but I think I mulled it <laughs> using it for cyanotypes and leaving it out in the yeah. rain. So that's not any good anymore. Um, good tip, because like I said, I, I love getting prints. I haven't done, I haven't sent away for any prints for a long time. I feel like I probably ought to because my photo albums are running a little bit dry, just of like the family mm. photos and stuff like that. So I need to catch myself back up. But, um, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, listeners, I said at the beginning of this show that we, you know, we love doing this and it's all about listener communication. Um, shockingly, we've got <laughs> no emails this week. Well, we did. <gasps> we, we kind of got one email, um, which was from uh, Dave Walker, um, which he sent me to show me this thing, which is a UV light, a DIY UV light box controller, which he, um, it, which Ooh. is very cool. He's like, oh, you very use- Dave. Very Dave, yeah, absolutely. He said you could use this to connect to a UV light for cyanotypes, etc. Like this, that's that's that is very cool. Also, way above my pay grade in terms of putting things together. Um, so, uh, but that was very awesome. So, if anybody, if that sounds of interest to somebody, uh, drop Dave a line and uh, he can point you in the right direction. But yeah, right. other than that, um, mm. we got no emails this week. But it's almost like it's almost like something else has been going on that people that has been taking over people's lives. I don't understand. <laughs> what is more important than me and my emails? <laughs> I refuse to believe that anything is more important. But you know what, though, Rach? We might not yes. have got emails, but we got real mails. Uh, and we got, Yay, uh, a real mails. A couple of great things in the post. Written by hand, put in the post. Written by hand, put in the post, and not just put in the post on their own, Rach. They came with stuff. <laughs> oh, and you know, I am a big fan of stuff. So Absolutely. let me get... Uh, <clears throat> The first email here. So this first one turned up. This was from the delight that is Dale Willits. Uh, Dale Ooh. writes in to say, Greetings, your sunniness. 
I was going to give you these enclosed envelopes, along with plenty of grief and attitude, at the photography <laughs> show, but for obvious reasons that didn't happen. Which left me with a large box of rotten fruit I'd planned on throwing at the live podcast, and these gifts for you three. If you wouldn't mind forwarding Aid and Rachel's onto them, it would be appreciated. By me, anyway. Don't know if they'll appreciate it. Uh, uh, lol. Uh, I know that you guys will definitely appreciate it. Cheers yeah. from Dale Willits. Oh, then, Dale, that's so nice. This is, well, wait, Rachel, well not the bit. rotten fruit, but yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, this this is where Dale won in this house uh, so well. It says, "P.S. So I opened this box up, and actually mm-hmm. on the bo- on the package itself, it said this can be opened by Sinead if Graham is not home. Because I talked to you a few weeks ago about how Sinead's getting <laughs> yeah. a little bit <laughs> cross. Um, so inside was it because the, she. I wanted to just like double check. Was it because she was upset that you were getting um, post that she was having to take in, or was it because uh, she wasn't able to, like, they weren't presents for her? But basically, she gets frustrated because I get all the fun post turning up. I see. Like, yes, oh, there's a thing for me. There's a post, and it's always cool <laughs> stuff. And he's like, God damn it! And she never gets anything fun in the post. Aww. So anyway, so inside this box from Dale, which it turned up when I was there, so I opened it. Uh, there was the three envelopes for the three of us, and there was Aww. another package for, for Sinead. Okay. Uh, That's says, adorable. P.S. Okay. The white wrapped parcel is not, this is in capital letters, is yeah. not for you, Graham. It's for <laughs> Sinead as an apology from me to her for annoying her with another Sunny 16 parcel for you. Um, <laughs> so cute. Dale sent chocolates for Sinead. <gasps> She had Dale, milk tray, and she was absolutely delighted. Uh, she, um, yes, she was absolutely thrilled. Uh, oh, and PPS, any idea what I could do with this box of rotten fruit? It's starting to smell a bit. Um, <laughs> sorry, we cannot help you with that. Um, maybe can, uh, pickle. <laughs> can you make pickle out of rotten fruit? Probably not. Do you know, there's a, a fantastic... Um, uh, chef called uh, Jack, and she uh, runs the Bootstrap Cookbook. Mm, yes, um, and, I'm familiar. Uh, yeah. Are you familiar? Uh, did I send it over to you, or were you already familiar with with her? I've I've seen her. I've I, I'm yeah. aware of her on the internet, and I've seen bits and pieces yeah. of her. <laughs> mostly, She's... I think I've probably mostly seen about her um, uh, argument with um, what's the face the baggage on Twitter. But um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's about. But anyway, right. um, I was just thinking that. That would be a good place to go if you're really not sure what to do with the stuff that you've got in the store cupboard and some fruit and veg. And um, if you need some help, um, she is doing a thing on Twitter, I think, uh, like five o'clock every day um, at the moment where you can kind of send her a photo of your store cupboard (laughs) or like the things that you have. And she'll try and give you some ideas for some recipes that you can make from it. So I think that's all pretty good. Um, So do I. all very cheap. Yes, although I doubt even Jack wants your rotten fruit. <laughs> Nobody yes. wants your rotten fruit. <laughs> so, what's in the envelopes? You might well be about to ask, Rach. Mm. What's in the envelopes, Thanks, Graham? Rach. Sorry, Thanks. I was having my beer. <laughs> <laughs> You've got beer? Oh my God, why haven't beer. I got beer? Hey, it's um, a Sunday and it's been a tough week, so yeah. yes, I'm having a beer. <laughs> that seems fair and reasonable. So, in the thing are two beautiful little zines. Um, very nice zines. Ooh. So, this first one. A slender volume called Perfect Imperfections, Volume 1. As I said, these are both from Dale Willits. Um, An imperfect world seen through the imperfect lens of an imperfect camera, the Holger. The results, (laughs) Um, however, show the world, the lens and the camera working 
perfectly together. Um, so these are lovely black and white images. Um, they're obviously, they're all square crop because it's a holger. And there's um, two to a page. Uh, and what I love about the way that um, Dale has set a lot of these out is that on each kind of spread, he's exploring one thing. So um, on the first one, it's uh oh what's is it a mausoleum i don't know what it's called what it's, it's like okay. a a folly it's it's a a structure in a garden with pillars and a okay. roof on it I, I don't that's know. probably a folly a mausoleums fo if there's a body in there okay it's not it does not i don't think there's a body in here cannot confirm anyway okay. it's a thing um <laughs> and sort of there's pictures of the roof from different angles pictures of the steps and then a picture of the hole and th that kind of theme is repeated throughout whether um where you've got like a picture of a church where different aspects and different sides of the church are explored from different angles um uh, some um gnarly looking fence posts uh, fence and uh, boats and all sorts of stuff like that so uh, why as somebody who um is terrible at not finishing the role of film this is no knowledge <laughs> you shook me yeah um <laughs> what i like is that dale has uh explored every scene with the camera not just taking one picture and moved on but taking multiple pictures uh and use that to give structure to a zine and it makes perfect sense um and it's really nice. And, the, you know, the uh, the zine is... Um, I What's the size that's half the size of A4? This is a really stupid question, isn't it? A5. A5, gotcha. I think it's A5. It might be slightly smaller than A5. Um, or okay. it might be A5. Who knows? Who dares to dream? But anyway, it's about that size. Um, so the pictures aren't... Maybe a C7, I think, or something. Like yeah, maybe. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, um, so the pictures aren't huge, which is perfect, because they're not enlarged much, which for a whole image is great. And they look lovely. Um, it looks like it's all shot on the same kind of black and white film. I don't know where there's any information on that. Let me see if I can find out. Um, mm hmm... Nope, all we know is it was shot on a Holger, but it's a really sweet little volume. Um, and on I the like back, the A5 size, actually. It's yeah. nice, it feels like pocketable, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And on the back, there's a, a great portrait, I think it's of Dale himself, and it's just it's just his his face with dark glasses on in the darkness. Everything is darkness, and his, just, <laughs> his face at a distance is just the only thing that's lit. That's very cool. The second one, uh, same size, but a thicker volume here. Um, this is called Walk On By. At the, at the end of every working day is the commute home. In the middle of that regular journey is the wait, sitting on the same seat of the same bus stop, sitting, waiting for the bus in my own little world, whether reading a book, browsing on my phone, or just looking at the ground, listening to a podcast and counting the minutes until the next part of the journey. The wait is a quiet time, just sitting, the rest of the world and all the other people on their own journeys reduced to a small slice of pavement and shuttered shop front. Me in my little world ignoring them. Them in their own little world ignoring me as they walk on by. So what Dale has done with this, and again, it's just such a great simple idea. We're always saying, oh, I don't have time to put together these things. So Dale, I'm guessing, sat on his seat waiting for his bus over a period of time. Every picture is of the same view of mm -hmm. a bit of paving uh, leading up to uh, a shuttered shop in front. And it's just people's legs and feet just walking by, everybody going on their own individual journeys. Um, do, you, 
that's just what it is. That's the theme of the zine. Mm-hmm. Push chairs and prams, smart clothes, <laughs> bikes, trainers and smart shoes, just all different people. Um, and it just tells just the story. Just that little window and that little scene. And that's been repeated on different days over and over and over. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's a great you know, idea. I never would have thought that. I think that's lovely. Do you know, that's one of the... Um, that's how I ended up finding um, Hilary Clark's work, actually because she did a similar kind of thing on Instagram and it was of basically the same tree or the same shot over the course of, I, I don't know, probably weeks, months, that kind of thing. And I just really loved how you could see the seasons changing, how, you know, there was different lighting conditions in each of the, each of the shots and that you just saw that as like, um, I don't know, I suppose a, uh, a full illustration of something. It's almost like a study of one particular scene, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Which, uh, yeah. Sounds like Dale's. Done, uh, sorry, um, Dave's done a fantastic job of that. No, you're right, first time. Dale, <laughs> not. Was oh, this Dale? Yeah, this Dale. Dave was the last. I thought one. this was Dave Walker. Sorry. No, Dave was um, the last team. Right. Sorry, that's me confusing you there. You are, but it's Dale, fine. Dale. Sorry, um, guys, both of you. Uh, uh, yeah, awesome. <laughs> so yeah, like I, I don't know what the time scale is. I mean, it, it, it looks as though there's a couple of different roles of film used in there. At least I would say. You know, it, it could be one long day. Just sat there, went. I'm bored. I'm going to do this, and then on another day. But anyway. Great, really consistent, a very simple idea, um, and it works really, really well. Um, so thank you so much, Dale, for both of those. Um, I will obviously send you yours one down, Rach. I'm so excited. That would be so lovely to get that in the post. Thank you. Well, you'll be getting something else in the post as well. In fact, you know what? I'm going to have to get a, quite a big box to send all the governments down to you. So, um, <laughs> Okay, so the other thing, we got the other letter and parcel that we got this week is from John Michael Mendeza. So, uh, he writes in, Dear Graham, so sorry that I was not able to make it over for the photography show, and Mm. it is a pity that you guys had to call off the plan B as well. But I guess it's for the best. My biggest disappointment of not being able to attend the show was that now I will never be able to get any Sunny 16 stickers. I'm pretty sure we can make that happen. (laughs) Even with my incompetence. (laughs) I was planning on... Yeah, listen, uh, nobody calls me speedy. Um, I was planning on bringing a few of these triplex tanks to the show to give away, and I was Ooh, able to get a couple... a triplex tank? Ah, well, I'll remind you this in a minute, Rach. I was able Sorry. to get a couple new in-box tanks that I planned to give to you and Rachel. As it's not possible to give these to you in person, I thought I would send them over as a bit of a consolation prize. <gasps> Along with some nugget for the three of you. I particularly like the old packaging. It has a certain GDR charm to it. I did not get a tank for aid. We all know why. Yes, we do. (laughs) Um, Um, Nugget? What kind of nugget? Gold? (laughs) Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, (laughs) Nougat. Here's an interesting thing. Oh, proper nugget. Okay, like um, pink and white. See, this is the thing. See, John Michael calls it nougat. See, I would say these are more like Sort of praline chocolate kind of thing. They're sort of more chocolate, not like um, nugget at all or nougat, if oh. if one must. Um, so uh, there you go. But uh, they're very nice um, because uh, anyway. Let me continue reading. Um, actually, Sorry, yes. Uh, actually, no. I don't it's think not the mean. pink and white stuff that you get from the spa. It is not the um, pink and white stuff that you get from the spa. That was coconut ice, wasn't it? Yeah, there's that as well. Oh, I love coconut ice. Anyway, <laughs> we digress. Turkish delight. Oh, also great. Um, uh, oh, here we go. Uh, 
You mentioned that your better half gets annoyed when you get awesome <laughs> photography stuff in the mail. So to ease the blow, I have included some yummy nougat for her. Oh, so, wow. That's this amazing. was the day after. So you can imagine that Sinead got chocolates from Dale Willits one day and then Nougat from John Michael and <laughs> the next. Um, the happiest camper. She now has as much love for our listeners as we do. Um, she was so delighted. So um, <laughs> please let me pass on to both of those guys. A massive thank you from Sinead. She was really touched by it. Um, so thank you. And she, she did share with me as well. So that was nice. Um, okay. Uh, when my boss got me into film photography, he had an old tank, everyone here in the former East Germany had one, and remembered how to use it, so was able to teach me the basics of developing at home. Since then, I have been using a couple of these tanks and personally see no reason to switch to another system. The consensus is that you can load them halb besoffen. <laughs> which is apparently uh, German for half drunk, so that's good enough <laughs> for me. Alright, back to the can of beer. Excellent. Okay, so, um, well, I'm, what I'm going to do, before I carry on, I'm going to grab... I thought you were about to say, I'm going to grab the bottle of vodka and try gonna, it now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to grab one. <laughs> so, um, here we go. So, this is the um, Triplex Universal Entwicklungdos. Um, that's what it says. Uh, Apologies. Uh, Apologies to everybody. Oh, and in the box here, there is indeed, with with the tank, there's some nuggets. Some new guys. I'm going to put that... The, the box is very cool. It's just... It's just it's a nice old dusty box that I would imagine has been Aww. sat somewhere since. Uh, I'll, I'll try and tip up to look at it. No, no, no. Nearly tipped on the floor. Um, this is a Pentacon one. Anyway, nice vintage box. So, the tank itself is in my grubby mess. It is roughly the size and shape of a one real Patterson tank. Looks fairly okay, similar yeah. to that. Okay. Yeah, have one of those. Um, so you kind of push that. The lid, you twist and it lifts off. Um, uh, and this is where it all gets very different. So, so is this a film developing? Tank? This is a film developing. This is an alternative to something like mm-hmm. the Patterson tank. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it, it is very different. So lid comes off. And now what I can see as I look down into it is uh, the um, spool. So this spool uh, is... Um, I think it says never it can be just so you kind of got a spool but instead of being like uh, the Patterson reels where you've got the spiral round on the inside and then the film feeds into that essentially what you've got with this is um, there's like a a spool of material going round inside that you thread the film through Um, there's two different ones in here so I'm guessing you I don't know I'll have to read it but what I will do I've been I've been doing Instagram stories (laughs) guys have you heard of this new thing called Instagram stories it's the hot new trend I've just jumped on it you might be interested anyway I've just I have heard of it (laughs) I am really bad at it I can never get it I can never understand quite how quite how it works (laughs) so Uh, don't worry Okay. Me either, okay, but okay. I've just no, I, okay. just lately um, I've just started sort of chucking a few bits on there. So I will put pictures of this up on Instagram stories, and I might even try I might even try and do a video to show what this is like. That's a step Ooh. I haven't taken so far. Mostly, did you, I don't did you see, brave. Mostly, I've been putting dumb stuff on there, like using my sign. That's been the greatest. Do you remember, Rich? I told you that I bought one of those little. Um, like things that you can put the lettering in that are based on your advice for looking at negatives. Oh, yes. Um, yes. 
So I didn't know you bought one. I, yeah, okay. I found one in the charity shop. Oh, Rachel well said about using this. So, and it was like new in box in the charity shop for three pounds. So, um, so that's now in my dark shed. Uh, actually, mm-hmm. hung up with a reading uh, with a sign saying "Send more cheese," <laughs> because because <laughs> that's how I felt I needed to spend twenty minutes I of my life. <laughs> absolutely agree with you on that. One, um, so that's the kind always, of always room for sending more cheese. Yeah, so that's the kind of quality you can expect if you are watching my Instagram stories. But anyway, I'll try and put that on there later because I find that quite useful. And I'm to do more of that stuff nice. um so having now kind of talked about vaguely what it looks like uh, i will read what it says so some newts on some newts some newts also come with the next note some notes on using the tank included are bands for 35 millimeter and 120 film you can set the spool to three different heights i guess the middle one is for 127 film first you set the spool to the height you need and slide the corresponding band into the clip on the center column I like to then loosely wind the band together, starting from the grey clip, and set it next to the spool so that when I wind on the film, it doesn't get in the way. With 35mm, you can also slide the leader into the spool in daylight. 120 you have to do in the dark, of course. Once the band and the film are held in the clip, you can just wind them onto the spool together until you get to the end. Then clip the grey clip onto the top and bottom spools to hold everything in place. Put the spools in the tank, close the lid, and develop as normal. It sounds very simple, doesn't it, Rach? I can't visualise it at all. Um, I can't visualise it either. I'm no, sorry. I mean, to be fair, you haven't got the tank in front of you, so it makes it harder. That's true. So, Neither um, do any of our listeners. So yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. So like I said, I, sorry, I will put pictures up. Okay, so yeah. so yeah, the, this this sort of fabric thing is. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm. I. You know, I'm going to have a go at this. You know mm-hmm. that's going to happen. Um, I'm quite, I'm quite excited by that because yeah. um, a new method to try is always fun. Um, and oh, absolutely. And John Michael does seem to think that they're pretty nice and easy. Um, uh, so, what have you got that you're going to process in that first? Mm, that is a good question. So, at the moment, I've got a roll of color 120 waiting to be done um i have also got a couple of old rolls like proper old rolls i didn't shoot that came out of old cameras of 120 um i might try one of those because i've kind of got nothing to lose with that just to have a go at it and also Mm -hmm. i suspect that because they're so old they're going to be really coiled um so i might have a go at that i developed uh last week after shooting the um Kraken camera, uh, Graham Young's Kraken camera. I uh, developed the role of film from that, and I don't know about you. Obviously, thirty-five mil. Generally speaking, get the leader out, get it started off, off to the races, bish bash bosh. It's so easy. One twenty, you can't do that. Um, so those moments when you get that film in there, for like first time, and it just goes, and you're done in like twenty seconds. Oh my god! I I honestly feel like some sort of a superhero when I do that. I don't know about you, Rich, but that moment, like you just feel like slamming down, going, "Yay!" Touchdown! It is a lovely moment. That ah. absolutely, and and it's equally interesting and um and gratifying when it actually works when you're teaching somebody how to do that as well because <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> trying to describe how it feels mm. is quite difficult. So you have to. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, the last time I did this, unfortunately, I couldn't find my test my test roll of one twenty mm. to do this. So I was trying to describe how to do this because obviously you can't even start it off in the daylight when it's one twenty. Um, so that was interesting, but we did manage it, and uh, and like 
like I say, it's quite gratifying when it's like, oh, it's actually worked, hooray! Yeah, um, not yeah. not like when we did it with Aid at Christmas. No. <laughs> that, that's not how you want that to go. Um, anyway, just finishing up this letter. So um, he gives in some other tips there, which I won't go into because they'll make mm-hmm. even less sense without seeing it. But he says, um, feel free to message me if you have any trouble. As I have never used other tanks or spools, I can't say what is easier or better, but it seemed like these tanks are... Uh, a bit of a GDR secret, so I wanted to spread the joy. Feel free to message me if you have any trouble. Oh, hang on, that's this, he's put the same thing in twice. That confused me. Um, stay healthy and keep up the great work. And maybe send me some stickers. <laughs> Get those stickers in the postgram. I will do. What's Cheers, GDR? Uh, is it German Democratic Republic? Is that what oh, it's okay? Oh, I think, right. um, but he, oh, he's it came German. from originally oh, East Germany. You know what? Let's let's. Because uh, we're so bad at geography, we we, aren't we we stink, we stink. But let's correct this right now. D D R. Okay, let's see. Apologies, everybody. Um, yeah, I was right. A German Democratic Republic. Oh, phew. <laughs> Boy, am I glad that I got that right. <laughs> this is how little belief I have in myself these days when it comes to geography. Um, yeah. So the, yeah, these are from that era, and they kind of had that. Um, like I said, the, the manufacturer is um, Pentacom, so it's kind of. If you've ever had your hands on any of the Pentacon stuff, you'll get an idea of the feel of it. But yes, it's kind of amazing that here is a completely different developing method that we mm. hadn't come across until um, like literally a couple of weeks ago. The subject first came up, wasn't it? Somebody started talking about them on sent us an email about them. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, although interestingly, another thing, another piece of tip that I came across whilst. Um, sorting out my darkroom is an old wooden Kodak um, daylight developing box thing. So it's a wooden box with a lid on it. Uh-huh. And I think there's some bits missing. And But what is inside cool. is a metal can um, that's obviously meant to be light tight. And inside that is a reel of, um, well, it's kind of a plasticky material. It's all brittle and falling apart now, mm-hmm. but very similar to what's inside this triplex tank. So I'm guessing mm. that that was for the same basic type of um, huh. method. Uh, so yeah, much, much older and um, yeah. a bit more confusing. But I think that that's what that was built around. So um, huh. yeah. I've, I've got a, weir- a weird tank. <laughs> it's <laughs> um, a Sherman. As well. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, I, oh, you know, I don't have it to hand. It's in the dark room. So I will have to have another look at it. But... I just bought it because it looked really cool, mm. <laughs> uh, and it was it was relatively cheap. It was like ten quid or something, um, and I was like, "That looks nice." And it's kind of like a stainless steel one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like a, a box basically, and it's kind of got almost like kilner jar uh, sort of uh, clips right. that hold hold the lid on. But it's also got uh, like a little spout, so it's almost like a square teapot, <laughs> uh, square silver mm-hmm. stainless steel teapot but it's for uh processing film in some way um not 35 mil or 120 uh i don't think like inside there's kind of like a rack with individual almost like you'd put sheet film in but it's oh, not right. it's not like large format sheet film size it's what? smaller than that okay i'd say it's like six four five that kind of thing mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't know exactly how it would work or what it was for or anything but yeah interesting I mean, so mm, would it be too I'll take small? I'll a photo for, and send it yeah. to you. <laughs> would it be too small for doing prints in? Could you do prints in it? I don't think 
like no i don't think um photographic paper would fit i think it would be t- that would be too thick okay if it's something mm. like i think it's for film as opposed to paper but yeah I'll I'll take a photo. I'll dig it out and I'll take a photo and I'll send it to you. And see, yeah, see do that's fascinating. Yeah. That sounds super cool. Yeah, I think there's so many of these weird bits and pieces around. You yeah. just come across and go, I have no idea what Ooh. this is for. And so many film formats have come and gone, so we just yeah. don't know. It. I, I was looking at um, when I was doing some research for the um, uh, film quiz. Like, you look at the the film numbers, and there there were like there was. There were all the numbers of film between, you know, one, 120, as we know, is nothing to do with the size, with the exception of um, 135 millimeter. Um, all the rest of them are just like model numbers. So that's why there's one, 116, 118. One, you know, mm. there, were, there were all of these different numbers that just kind of came and went. Um, and some of them may never have been commercially available, but um, mm. yeah, I, I find yeah. all of that very interesting. interesting. So, yeah, so um, there you go, Rich. That's the also. Whilst we're on the subject of things that I need to post down to you, <laughs> because there's even more to go in your box, because I didn't mention this the other day um, when we were talking about this, mm-hmm. um, but I mentioned that uh, Graham Young had sent over the Kraken camera for me to have a go yeah. with, and um, uh, and I'm having a lot of fun with that. I was going to say, you had a lot of fun with that, right? Y- yeah, absolutely. I've got some light leaks that I need to sort out, which is not really surprising. It's a 3D this printed camera. Yeah. yeah, this is the shim, so I need to figure out where the light's coming through. It's a you know, these are the parts of the thing of doing these 3D printed cameras. You need to find out where it's going and just get it all right. But um, one of the pictures I got out of it, I really liked. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, that's really working for me. Um, but he sent through a couple of other bits as well, which I'll just tell you about very quickly. Mm-hmm. So uh, one, because um, he sent two of each of these through for me to also send to you. So one of these is his little 35mm pinhole camera. Ooh. This is a real dinky little square pinhole camera. Um, it is about the size of a really small camera like a point and shoot camera a little point and shoot camera okay. um, so a bit bigger than a pack of cards yeah a, a little bit bigger than a pack of cards not much though um and this was kind of graham's first um i suppose commercially available oops clonk commercially available first one he do sold. i get the pieces yeah you get the broken bits um Thanks. and it's it's super simple because i think basically the way it works is you um you get an old film an old film spent film canister with a bit of leader on get your new film canister uh pop them in either side and there's a slit down the middle for the film to feed through put the lid back on uh and then that's it and then you just wind through and you're off to the races so it's a kind of like a a built out version of a mox matchbox camera in a way um so that's really fun um and he's got a couple of different pin sizes with it to go on it, I think, to give you slightly different focal lengths. So that's very cool. That's uh, awesome. It's even got a little magnetic lens cap with it. I have to say, <laughs> like, um, the the quality difference in terms of like the printed design and finish between this, these are fun, but you know, they feel a bit rough and ready. The quality on the Kraken is so good, um, but that's really fun. Anyway, the other thing he sent through uh, is another little plastic uh camera doodad and i don't entirely understand quite how these work but these are well i, I think i do these are lumen boxes mm-hmm. so okay. what you've got with a lumen box is a um, so again you've got same with the pinhole you've got a camera with no lens uh, yeah. with sorry with a camera with no shutter now obviously the pinhole just has a pinhole it has no lens yeah. these lumen boxes do have a basic single meniscus lens in them 
Uh, and I think the idea is that you cut a piece of photographic paper. Mm-hmm. To size. Uh, yeah, so the and the size is about six by six, I would guess, somewhere around there. Um, stick that in the back of your lumen box, close it up, all in the dark shed, and then just go out and sit it in front of something that you want to make a lumen print of uh, using a lens camera. Um, and he's included with that uh, various different lens covers to give you different effects. So you've got um, one with multiple holes in it. Let's see what else mm-hmm. we've got in the bag. What's in the bag? Uh, we've got um, different apertures. So you've got three different apertures for it and uh, multiple holes, multiple small holes and and a split, like a bit like a cat's eye huh. kind of split. So, um, so that's going to be fun to muck around with as that's well. That's really cool. Yeah, and with the sunlight coming up now, like we had this weekend, yep. lots of glorious sunshine, um, yep. perfect time for mucking around with lumen prints. Uh, yeah. I've got a little yard. We can. I can still. I can still go into my yard. I think at the moment. Oh, so yeah, that's all good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Because I mean, lumen prints. We have talked about them briefly in the past, but lumen prints basically is. You're making a load with the old uh, with the old paper, weren't you? That mm. I um, yeah. gave you when I came up. To, oh, when when we met at John Stark Shed. That was it. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, the, like the most basic lumen prints are like cyanotypes, and that you just you make contact lumen prints you put something on the pe- on the photographic paper mm-hmm. put it out in the sun let the sun do its work bring it back in and then you've got your print it's that simple yeah. um you don't and... actually wash it or fix it do you in the same way no you you can mm. fix them but if you do you might lose some of it um mm. uh so these lumen cameras kind of the same idea except you're actually using a lens to try and take a photo onto the paper so obviously the exposure time is going to be super long but mm. a fun fun thing to experiment with and they look really cool they look a bit like a, a lego block um oh. uh, again really dinky as well rates they're yeah. like again you know they're oh. square but about, you know about the size of a couple of packs of cards so really fun so, oh, so i've got a lot of stuff to send to you that's so exciting you could just send a suitcase I think I probably will have to send the suitcase. Um, so thank you so much to those oh, guys, three fine people. Um, very much appreciated. Very much appreciated. So yes, that's it. No emails, but some cracking correspondence otherwise. Um, but we would really love to yeah. keep your emails coming in because uh, we yeah. need to. We we're all having to socially distance ourselves. Um, but emailing is already nice and distant. So keep in touch. Let us know what you're up to. Um, yep. And uh, yeah, yeah. Let's keep in touch, guys, and keep in communication. I think that's important in these uncertain times, isn't it? You know, to feel like there's some some level of um, uh, familiarity. <laughs> yeah, is nice. Yeah, we'll be here. We can't yeah. get rid of us, no matter what. So, um, talking of wonderful people, <laughs> um, we made a decision, didn't we, Graham? Yourself yeah. and myself and Aid have had a little chat. Yeah, absolutely. We wanted to talk to you guys about coffee. Um, now, as everybody listening knows, we started t- uh, our coffee page just over a year ago now. And since then, the support we've had from everybody has been absolutely fantastic. We are phenomenally grateful. Uh, and it's helped us do loads of stuff. It's helped us just not go broke <laughs> running the podcast because, mm-hmm. you know, these things cost real money. Uh, and it was to get our stickers and get some T-shirts for the show that never happened, which I'll also have to post down to Rachel now. Um, <laughs> 
um, <laughs> and all that fun stuff. And we got a new microphone, especially to use for the show, um, which again, yeah, it'll be there ready for next time. So exactly. all, all of this stuff has been super helpful. Uh, but the thing is that we take the coffee stuff just to help with stuff for the show. Um, and for which, obviously, that's what it's meant for. And it's hugely grateful. But we don't need it at the moment. And we know that there are other people who need it more, whether it's the people donating or uh, just other creators out there who are relying on donations to actually feed themselves or other people in the community or whatever it may be. So we wanted to basically put it out there and say thank you so much for your support. But uh, if anybody uh, would like to send their money elsewhere during you know during everything that's going on at the moment whilst the world is kind of <laughs> going a bit bonkers um we think yeah. that would be a great idea like i said we yeah. we hugely appreciate your donations but at the moment we think there are probably better uses that could be made for that money whether it's keeping yourselves going or helping other people who need it more um that would be fantastic. So we haven't quite figured out. I, I think there's a we didn't just want to hit the stop button um, and say nuts to all you guys. But I think we wanted to put the word out first because um, I'm not even sure with the recurring donors, which makes up so much of it, whether that would even stop it because it's a PayPal thing. Yeah. So um, basically, it, we're not going to be offended. <laughs> yeah, and we I would, we would like, you know, to, for, for you guys to make your obviously individual um decisions based on circumstances and obviously as we as graham said you know with everything that's been going on so um we are totally on board with there being you know a pause or a stop to donations that you might might otherwise send to us um if there's somewhere else that that can be directed towards um whether you guys you know it's you know it's a trying time for all of us um if you if you just need to kind of go actually that extra three quid could be really helpful uh you know this month or what have you then absolutely feel free um we're not going to worry about that we've <clears throat> we've covered the cost of the hosting for 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 now haven't we graham so yeah there's no imminent basically there's no imminent um costs for the uh, podcast to continue coming up is what we we're trying to say so yeah, yeah. thank absolutely. you so much yeah yeah and if you're if you're short money, use it to buy a roll of film because th that roll of film will benefit you and it'll benefit the person you bought the roll of film for. Or use it to pay to get some film sent off and developed because that'll help you and that'll help support the people developing film or whatever it is. But as Rachel said, we just didn't want anybody because I know this feeling. Sometimes when you're contributing towards something, supporting something, you think, ah. Uh, I don't want to stop because then it'll you know I'll feel bad about it. And we just want to say, don't feel bad. At the moment. There are myriad others, yourselves included, who probably benefit from that money more than it would benefit from going into the sunny 16 pot for future endeavours. When all this is over and done, we'll come back to you cap in hand begging for all of your money. We'll want <laughs> so much yeah. money then. You know, we'll want, oh yeah. my God, we'll want the, the largesse of ages. But until then, um, I'm sure that there are more useful places you could put your money. So we just wanted to put that out there. Um, yeah, and to also say thank you to everybody who has up to this point um, contributed as well. You know, as as we hopefully have, have always sort of said, but we are so grateful for that. And uh, thank you very much. Yeah, and in fact, we're gonna 
one last time we decided because we want to do the whole thing we're not going to do um you're going to get a red this is what it took coronavirus to stop me making up bullshit well <laughs> I was like, let me oh, clarify well. <laughs> it took me it took coronavirus to temporarily pause me making up nonsense um Graham's on uh, pause yeah, but we wanted to say thank you one last time. Or, I mean, well, I say one last time. <laughs> Who knows what people will do? But we want to say thank you. And just remind everybody of all the brilliant people. So I um, want to say thank you to... Um, will you do these alternately, Rach? What do you think? Sure. Let's, okay. let's go uh, You go first. Okay. Uh, Carl Bailey. Oh, we start from the bottom. Well, damn yeah. you. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Working anyway. my way up. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Crumb. Uh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Um, uh, oh, no. Okay. Uh, uh, Dave Walker. Uh, Marcus Lajoma. Uh, Joe Baker. Barry Carr. Dunstan Vavasor. Keith Durkin. Juliet Schwab. Jaya Bat. Duncan Gammon. Martin Smith. Sam Christopher Cornwell. <laughs> Hilary Clark. Bill Thoo. I'm having more and more. Oh, uh, you That's, did tell me. I did go on, can it, you remember? Is it George? Nope. That's Harry Thackeray, that one. Sorry. That's all right. It's not, it's just me, that wasn't Rachel not being able to read it. Because Harry's, um, but uh, yeah, okay. Uh, Different name. Um, yep. Slavic Carvas. Chris Mayner. Brazy Yule. Uh, six million P-Man, also known as Ed Worthington. Richard Hall. <laughs> like, uh, like spooky time. <laughs> yes. um, Andrew Bartram. Mike Rattle. John Whitmore. Ian Turpin. Malcolm Myers. David Allen. Jeff Greenstein. Sounds like free wine. Yay, uh, did I get it right? You certainly did. Emily Gallagher. Uh, Andy D. And Krista Brand. Um, and we know that there are lots of other people. Oh, actually, did I mention? No, we didn't. I said I was going to. And Jeremy North. Jeremy also supported us all through. Just his name fell off the bottom of that list. Um, we know that there are other people as well who have donated us. And we basically kind of went from the last, because we couldn't go back through all of them. Um, but thank you so much, everyone. Like, unbelievably thank you for helping us out so much over the last year. It's been incredible. It has, to say it's exceeded our expectations mm -hmm. is um, a, a understatement. You've been fantastic. You um, have single-handedly dressed our Zoom mic as, um, I don't know, like a punk rocker with yeah. that, with the dead cat and everything. You did that. You, know? you guys did that. Also, you guys did that Zoom mic. You guys yes. did that Zoom mic. When, you, when we next, when we're allowed to get within, I think, two metres, which is how long the cable I want to go with it, when we're next <laughs> allowed to get two metres away from somebody to do some interviews, we're going to sound so good because we've got like a proper mic to plug into it. Yeah. So we'll have like a mic each. It's going to be amazing. That's thanks to you guys. That Anybody who watched that Snaz um, YouTube video with me and Paul Mackay and saw the Sunny 16 teacher, that's thanks to you guys. Um all of this stuff is thanks to you guys the fact that we were able to oh boy I, <laughs> and he's just remembering god damn it I need to sort out the price for uh, sorry Bob I will sort out your price for the um, cheap shot <laughs> challenge but, but the fact that people get their prizes very belatedly is thanks to you guys well the belated bit isn't thanks to you guys that's that's all my all fault you. Yeah, but the fact that people get them at all that's thanks to you guys Um, so yes thank you all and to everybody who we didn't name but who has donated Thank you so, so much. Um, and um, yeah, 
you know, like, yeah. you, you may wish to continue donating, and that obviously that's great too. But yeah, look we at the people around say, you. It's it's okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I said, look look to see if buying a roll of film will help somebody out. Look to see. Look to see if, you know, buying your next door neighbour a loaf of bread will help them out. Whatever it needs to be, make the right choices for you and don't feel that you know, we want you guys to go and do this. And like I said, once this is all over and done with, believe me, we'll be we'll begging be <laughs> and pleading for your every cent. You know what a bunch of um, greedy, greedy bastards we are. Oh boy, we'll be hounding you for it. Um, but until then... Let's just all look after each other and look after Absolutely. ourselves. Yeah. That sounds um, like a good, a good way to finish it for today, I think. Yeah. I think so. I'm trying to think if there's anything else we need to remember for this week. I don't think so. Um, um, I did have a nice um, moment yesterday when I was able to get my uh, wedding photos over to oh. one of my um, couples. That was lovely, uh, especially with it being... Uh, challenging week it was great to get that out out the door and to have their comments come back and you know just that they were super happy with it so you know there are there are these moments we can still spread some joy you know which is absolutely absolutely it's it's really easy uh, to watch the news and go on the internet and to just to be honest just think about what the situation is because it's a real bummer there's kind of no getting away from that fact um and it's really easy for that to bring us all down but you know there are still there's still joy to be had, and you know we're, we're human beings. We're a resilient bunch. We need to we need to keep laughing and keep smiling and keep making ourselves and those around us happy. Because otherwise, what's the point anyway? We're not here for creative, a long time. You know. It's, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and are, are any of the pictures that you shared, Rachel? Because I've seen the pictures that Rachel sent off to uh, her. Um, uh, wedding couple and these are beautiful pictures they were oh such lovely pictures are any of them around for people to actually see rach yep it is now public gallery yay so i checked that they were happy with that and they said there wasn't any that they would change so they are happy for it to be uh, released as a public gallery so i can send you the link and you can pop it in the show notes if you i like. will do that yeah if you want to go and see some beautiful pictures beautiful wedding photography and see why rachel is the awesome person that she is when it comes to photography, then <laughs> click through that link. She's very, very good. Um, and otherwise, I think I, there's lots of talk all around um, between the blogs and all sorts of stuff about people trying to you know, put out more content and supporting stuff going on. So watch your local websites, <laughs> you know, Immersive <laughs> and 35MSC and Cosmo and, and all the other ones. Um, I'm sure they're going to have stuff coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, The other thing that came out this uh, this week is the new Silver Grain Classics magazine, issue six. Oh, lovely. Um, so that's lovely and the perfect time for if you are at home and wanting some extra um reading material a uh, beautiful magazine and uh yeah it's just lovely to kind of like keep up with with what's going on in the the entire world of analog photography as their strap line is so um that's the rebranded photo classic international it's now silver grain classics and you can get it obviously in stores which we maybe wouldn't be able to at the moment but you can absolutely purchase it online still yeah that's a great shout rage I saw Andrew Bartram from saying he got his copy and um, was delighted with it. So not surprising. Um, I think 
that does it then for this week um I think so. we will be back with the sunny 16 podcast uh, we have got a great guest this week uh lucy ridges who um is somebody that you have brought into the fold isn't it Rach? yeah absolutely she's a fabulous lady and uh, um funnily enough we met at the photography show last year <laughs> um and we did a, a an interview together and it never made it out onto air yet <laughs> so instead we've we've going to have the the real life lucy ridges um at, here to chat with us uh, tomorrow as uh, as a, a main show for the Sunny 16 podcast. So really looking forward to having a catch up with Lucy. Yeah, me too. Well, until then, listeners, uh, take care of yourselves and we will see you soon. Have a lovely week. Have a lovely week. <laughs> <laughs>